Brewers, beers, and banter. I am your heartbroken host, Dave. Here with me, one man's going to the playoffs, one is not. Anthony and Moose. Anthony's not going to the playoffs? It, it, it already reverse. happened. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> the damage is already done. Sorry, one man's advancing in the playoffs. <laughs> What's one's up? In both, in both of our, in two out of the three leagues we play in. That we all play in together, yeah. 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 Well, guys, I could not. Uh, was this? We're coming to you guys recording after the Monday Night Football game between the best game of the year, I might add, between Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah, it was a great game. It was, and it, it was, started off terrible. I mean, I imagine it was exciting for regular viewers of football and fantasy football, but it was extra. <laughs> well, I guess entertaining, but stressful for me because um, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but. Um, when we recorded the last episode um, in our main league, I was going in essentially tied, separated by 0. 0.02 points going into Sunday Night Football. And I had Deontay Johnson and our my opponent, Jordan, we've mentioned him on the podcast many times, had Mark Andrews. And Anthony, do you remember what you said? Because uh, you cursed me. So I hope you remember what you said. I cursed you? Well, yeah. I, I kind of feel kind of bad. I was watching the game and I don't really remember what i said but i think it was i said it maliciously and it was not intended and i feel for you today <laughs> you said you said oh you're gonna win for sure you have dante johnson he has mark andrews you're gonna win for sure <laughs> well no, it was automatic win anthony automatic win <laughs> yeah well yeah, i think his automatic win was it yeah well the league that i didn't make it in that uh our dynasty where i have lamar Leagues jackson good. No, I'm making a point here. Yeah. The point that I'm making is Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews have not been what they were last year. And Mark Andrews has not been spectacular this whole season. So I was like, oh, he's not going to kill it today. But I mean, this game went on so long. Like, I feel like if they Holy actually play smokes. a little bit of defense, you could have won this game. Yeah, well, here's what and here's what happened. Now. So somebody watched Sunday Night Football. And the risk, of course, was Mike Tomlin came out and said, if Deontay Johnson or said, if anybody drops any balls, they're going to be benched. And I'm going to put someone in who's going to catch the ball. So, of course, Deontay Johnson drops two of his first three passes directed his way. He gets benched for the whole first half. So he's sitting on one point. He comes back in the second half, but Pittsburgh was not good. And uh, he ended up getting six points for me. Six points. So I'm up by six points. And Pittsburgh lost. They're my team. So it's doubly, doubly upsetting. So coming into this game, I'm expecting Andrews to just to win right he's gonna get a touchdown he's gonna get something anything it's three catches he's gonna beat me and i'm gonna lose and not advance but for some miracle reason he's held scoreless for the whole first half except for one play at the end of the game or a 40 yarder so he has four points and i'm thinking so it's a roller coaster right held scoreless then he gets a huge catch and then the second half again he's nothing going his way he he just missed one and then it and then here we are towards the end of the game um Cleveland, what was it at this point? Cleveland's up, and then <laughs> Lamar Jackson's out need of the game. The field goal range. No, no, I'm talking the two drives earlier. Okay. Cleveland's up. Um, Lamar Jackson's out of the game with cramps. Trace McSorley's in there struggling. Lamar comes back in after the two-minute warning and throws a, a deep bomb to Marquise Brown, scores a touchdown. I'm thinking I win because that's it. That's basically game. Um, they go for two points. I'm worried Mark Andrews gets it. He doesn't. Cleveland gets the ball back, and Baker Mayfield brings them down the field in 47 seconds, and they score, giving Lamar Jackson the ball back with a minute left. 
who's the first person he passes to. And at this point, I'm I anything going Mark Andrews way, I lose. And the first pass goes to Mark Andrews, and that's it. That's all she wrote, guys. It was um quite a roller coaster of emotions. I nearly had a heart attack during the game. Yeah. So that's, that's it. I am eliminated from our main league. That's it. That's all. It hurts. It hurts. We so well, to all our listeners. Aren't you eliminated congrats to Jordan. What's that? Both? Aren't you eliminated in both our main leagues? And the dynasty, yes. And the all dynasty. three. Yeah. Um well the other one was <laughs> was pretty bad. He was last. Yeah. If yeah. you're not first, you're last. No, no, I'm not last. I'm uh, out of the toilet bowl. Uh, My team's actually performing peaking oh, right, right, just right, in right. time to get seventh place or whatever it is. Uh, um, Anthony, but I do want to uh, say congrats to Jordan. I know he listens all the time. He, to be fair, Jordan's team dominated all season long. So, if anyone deserved a lucky break, uh, it was Jordan. If you can even call it a lucky break, so uh, good on him. Good luck in the the rest of the way, Jordan. Although, actually, we we kind of got a root for Moose here. He's going up against Moose in the semis. Hmm. It's going to be a good. Uh, it's going to be a good semis. That's for it's sure. Be a battle. I think we got to get a podcaster in the finals. It's like a Stark in the main league. It's like having a Stark. Um, in the north, you always must have a podcaster in the finals. I, think that be right. I plan on winning the championship, so yeah, boy, that's the right attitude, Moose. Yeah, but we uh, need Anthony, it. We'll bring some legitimacy more, to the podcast. <laughs> more important, Anthony, how's your uh, anaphylactic shock? Uh, I mean, I guess shotgunning beers did cure it. Um, uh, I did it I on time, it. did it on time. Did you post uh, them? I didn't, I didn't look. Yeah, they were posted in a row. Three in a row? Yeah, three in a row. Dave looks out for that editing. (laughs) Well, now that you're shotgunning beers, it's it's super quick, right? So, Yeah. Yeah, there's no no messing about. Um, I I, I put GIFs in everything and uh, or GIFs or... Yeah, yeah. Anthony is a good poster. He's a good poster. Yeah. Guys, I'm drinking a jar of my own sadness, which is alcoholic. Um, Better than a jar of your own piss. It's like a five percenter. That's what I'm. That's what it's, I'm down to. What do you guys tears, have? Tears, tears of children, <laughs> or not of children of Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just some Michelob Ultra. I'm not going to go wild today, uh, since the other one poisoned me. But uh, I will. I will tone it down. Maybe I'll go away from the Unibrews. Uh, yeah, or whatever the Quebec beers. We'll see. But uh, today, just simple with a Michelob Ultra. Um, I'm ramping it up. I'm I actually I'm on day nine of the Unibrew Advent calendar, Madibor. and they're they're starting to double up. So I'm I have another ten point five percent terrible, which uh, I, think I, rem- I think I remember enjoying it. That's terrible. Like they, re- they repeated the beer. Audience. Yeah, well, I mean they only they only have so many beers. I don't think they have twenty four unique beers. Okay. So, Fair enough. Uh, they seem to be repeating, but I haven't come across a Raftman yet, which was the one I, I think I really right. enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember that episode where you had a non-alcoholic beer at first, the Sober Carpenter. The Sober and Carpenter. Then you, and then you pulled out the Raftman, and then there was that whole bit about the the uh, the video. How's it go? The song? He goes barreling yeah, down. That's it. The burling down, uh, yeah. down the white waters. Mm-hmm. White waters. I'm actually drinking, guys. I'm not drinking a tear, jar of my tears. <laughs> Sadness. I'm drinking a lighthouse lager. That's a pretty good lager. And uh, trying to wash down the sorrow here. Oh, and by the way, I had cream hunt on my bench. If anyone was wondering, he had 25 <laughs> points tonight. Um, so that's all I needed to do, and it wouldn't have been a nail biter. Um, first time I benched him all year. 
that's that's also going to come back to haunt me. Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield both went off. Hey, Lamar, 34 points. Baker, 30. Lamar Jackson ran for 124 yards and two rushing TDs. Holy smokes. Gus Edwards was good. Dobbins was good. Chubb was good. It was a crazy game for fantasy. Yeah, really good for running backs. Running backs, yeah. Apparently there was nine rushing touchdowns that tied the NFL record. Yeah, Lamar had two. Gus Edwards had two. Chubb had two. Dobbins had Hunt one. had two. Mayfield had one. Oh, so there's more than nine. Oh, it was ten. I think you're right. You're right. Two, three, four, five, six. Hmm. Seven, eight, nine. No, I think it's nine. Right. Anyways, absolutely wild. Um, let's recap the Pittsburgh game. That'll be fun. Why don't you, why don't you guys start? <laughs> Your thoughts on the Pittsburgh game from last night? Well, I called Buffalo to win, mm-hmm. and they did. Mm-hmm. Should have yeah. bet Moose because then he would have drank. But, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. But, uh, yeah, I kind of saw this coming because, like you had mentioned earlier, the, the receivers have not been playing well. They're dropping a lot of balls. Um, it seems like they're on the decline when Buffalo is trending upwards and their defense is getting it together. But at the beginning of the game, it wasn't pretty. Uh, the turnovers were ridiculous on both sides. Um, but, yeah, uh, Josh Allen looks good. Diggs looks good. I think uh, even Gabriel Davis, uh, your guy, Moose. Yeah, and well, Gabriel Davis does look good. But uh, for me, the the big thing in the receiving, Buffalo could have looked even better. Dawson Knox dropped a bunch of like huge plays. Yeah, mm. um, which was super unfortunate. He must uh, he must attend the Dante Johnson School for pass catching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Familiar with that one. Oh, boy. I do. I do have to say too that like this Juju Smith Schuster dancing before the games is like getting out of hand now. Like it's all over social media. He was dancing on the Bills logo and then Josh Allen, I don't know if you guys heard, but he was like uh his uh his little pep talk uh with his team before the game started was like they if they want to talk and dance, let them do that. We go to work and we'll win this game or something like that. And uh they sure did that. And now yeah, all the many, yeah, but how many followers do they have on TikTok? Right, but then it was funny the <laughs> the videos of Juju dancing in his own field uh, in Pittsburgh. They put Stefan Diggs's face on Juju's body, and then it was like as if Diggs was dancing on their logo. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's just something uh, for people to, you know, uh, I'm doing air quotes here. Journalism. Journalism, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, to write about, you know, whatever, man. Like all these players dance before the game. Who yeah, cares, man. Like honestly, I mean, the sport of football. You know, it, it is a sport. You're there for to, to watch the game, but part of it is also entertainment value. And you know, these guys dancing on on the logos before the game or whatever, taunting each other, it adds to the entertainment value. I I think we would all be upset if if it was the opposite i mean think about think about all the years when the players got fined for celebrating in the end zone mm. you know could you could you imagine if they if they suddenly started banning these kinds of things like it's yeah it's part of the fun it is and it's uh, something to talk about yeah and uh, anthony mentioned stefan diggs moose moose was i remember preseason very high on stefan diggs and yeah, it's um, like it's like it's almost like there's a culture shift in buffalo like maybe they're not just a running team anymore <laughs> You're exactly right, Moose. 
And uh, Stefan Diggs currently sits. Oh, what happened to my stats here? He was at fourth on my. Um, and now for sleepers receivers? acting up. He was fourth receivers on the year. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Yes, I he's think. Fourth. I think both the years I won my championships, I had Stefan Diggs on my team. Hmm. I'm feeling like number three, Stefan Diggs, is going to take me there again. Nice. He might. And you have Justin Jefferson who could go off. You got Cam Akers who's coming on. It's a good squad. It's a good squad. You know what? Maybe losing today in that heartbreaking fashion just saved me from embarrassment against you next week, Moose. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find Maybe, out uh, when I when I in the, I think it would when be I close. play the sixth place matchup or whatever it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, hopefully we have other listeners who are out there are into the semifinals and we gotta help them out. Uh, and Moose, um, even though some of our league listeners listen, we want your honest opinion as Mr. Streamer and Waverwire here. Well, Mr. Waverwire on some of these uh, inputs. Let's start with streamers uh, and let's go quarterback. I'm going to throw out a bunch of quarterback names. If I miss one, you can add them in there. And I want you guys to give me your top three quarterback streamers if you're ballsy enough to stream a quarterback in the semifinals. All right, we got Derek the car versus the Los Angeles Chargers, assuming he has a healthy supply of eyeliner. Mitch Trubisky versus the Minnesota Vikings. Tua Tungavailoa versus New England. A lot of people might be interested in this name because he went off last week. Philip Oldman Rivers against the Houston Texans or Jalen Hurts, the rookie, against Arizona Cardinals. What names entice you there, gentlemen? Well, we spoke earlier today. I, the name that entices me the most, well, it did until I saw a, rec- a recent article, was Nick Mullins going up against dead Dallas defense. Nick Mullins has been decent, not great. But, I mean, the Dallas defense is so bad. You know, I, I think he could be a good streamer. And then you don't, uh, my, you don't think they'll just run run the ball all over Dallas? I don't think so. I mean, Raheem Mostert's still all banged up. Jeff Wilson, flash in the pan. You know, I I don't think so. I think if if anything, you're looking at an exciting, you know, maybe a Brandon Ayuk day. It's quite yeah, possibly. He, Debo could be out. He's um, for sure. I to me, Anthony, what do you think? But I wouldn't have the guts to pin my hopes my playoff hopes on Nick the Mullins. the only yeah i oh, wouldn't hold on, either hold on, hold on. we gotta understand something here like if you're if you're streaming a quarterback in playoffs like like you should already know that you pinned your hopes on probably like one of these types of quarterbacks well but i would pin them on someone who didn't get 12 points last week although and plus all these quarterbacks we're talking about were a lot of these streamers perform better than actual like guys that you start week in week out. I know that's probably like fluky, but like with Nick Mullins, I heard even whispers that uh, George Kittle might start. That's um, not gonna happen. Is, I don't think it will week, either. Maybe next. But I would not say start Nick Mullins. The the two names that kind of that I'd lean towards, and I can't believe I'm freaking saying this, but I'm not in the playoffs, but. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, like last year, Minnesota was terrible against uh, Chicago and Mitch Trubisky didn't have bad games against them. And Nick Foles did play the game against them this year. So I think the way Trubisky looked this week, week 14, um, I don't know if he'll be 
like I don't know if you'll look like Mahomes a second week in a row, but I think uh, Minnesota has holes in their defense, and I think Trubisky can expose it. Trubisky can expose them. And Jalen Hurts going up against Arizona, whose defense is meh. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is on fire and could be uh, interesting. But, uh, yeah, none of these are really jumping off the screen here for me. I don't know. For, uh, Moose, for you want to finish yours? Yeah, well, I was going to say, for me, the Jalen Hurts thing, I mean, he looked great, but it's one game. Right. I I don't know if I'd uh, bank my playoffs, you know, on on one game, you know. But uh, but you're not wrong. Like, he's he's obviously hot, and, uh, you know, he, he could also have a second week. I also have That's Mich- hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's hot. That was legitness. <laughs> um, I also have Mr. Trubisky on my list. But again, like these guys are, I, yeah. I feel like these guys are all, it's all the same thing. You're either, either going to get a, you know, a good to high week or it's going to be a disaster. And then um, Old Man Rivers was my. Yeah. I think old he's the safest. Man Rivers. Yeah. If, if I had to pick out safest of all four. these guys and I wanted to be super safe, uh, for me, it's it's Mullins or, or Rivers just because uh, Dallas is Moose, the defense how can is you say so Mullins bad. is safe. The the Dallas defense is so bad. Like it would be incredible. He would be. He would have to be Derek Carr to blow that game. Okay, Dallas Cowboys tenth best for matchups for quarterback matchups, giving up twenty point one points per game. Arizona nineteen point seven for Jalen Hurts. Old Man Rivers, Houston Texans, where they they're thirteenth. Um, and then who's the other one? Mitch Trubisky, Minnesota. Obviously, they're going to be high. Oh no, they're a little bit down there. 19th best but to me it's it's the fact that like nick mullins had a nine point game a few weeks ago you know like uh i wouldn't trust that but i would go mitch trubisky old man rivers number two and third because of his floor third jalen hurts knowing it's risky but you might have more upside there because of his rushing game rushed for over 100 yards um and tua can we all agree that tua tua should not be started against the rookie eating bill belichick and the new england patriots yeah absolutely yeah Okay, good. And, and then Baker Mayfield, people might be all excited about Baker. Another 30-point game, followed up his – when did he play the Titans? That was the week before, right? He got 28. But he's going up against the Giants, and the Giants have a very good defense. So I would be hesitant to stream Baker. Don't get fooled. All right, defenses, guys, defenses. Listen, we got a couple options here. And I'm going to give you the percentage owned as well in case people are wondering – how available they might be, and this is based on sleeper. We got the San Francisco 49ers already mentioned against the Dallas Cowboys. That's 44% owned on sleeper. The Tennessee Titans, not a great defense, but they're going up against the Detroit Lions, potentially without Stafford, 35% owned. The Seattle Seahawks playing better of late against the Washington Washington's Roman numeral two. Could be a defensive battle, 50% owned. Seattle is. And Cleveland and the New York Giants. Either one, Cleveland versus New York Giants or New York Giants versus Cleveland. There's two options there, although after Cleveland's big performance tonight, maybe not. Uh, the Cleveland defense is 38% owned. The Giants, 18% owned. Did I miss any? How, how much is Seattle owned? 50%. Ooh, yeah, if you're lucky enough to be able to get Seattle, I'd take Seattle. Well, I, yeah. I, I, have, two, I have two that I think Different you didn't ones? mention. Sure, go for it. Um, I see that the Chicago... 
Chicago Bears is only in 44%, and they're playing Minnesota, and then Jacksonville next week. So if they're available, pick them up. They could be uh, a league winner for you. And like I mentioned earlier, Buffalo's defense is getting better. They're not a sh- they're not always uh, slotted in as a must start mm-hmm. D. Uh, they were in double digits against Pittsburgh, but I say with sh- shaky ball throwing Drew Locke. Um, you mean put up thirty points this week in fantasy football, Drew Locke? Right, four TDs. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I think Buffalo like this is a stretch, but I think Buffalo is the the only team right now that looks like they can take on Kansas city. Uh, this is no shot to your Pittsburgh, uh, Oh, Steelers, uh, but yeah, don't worry. But, uh, Buffalo seems to, like I said, they're trending upwards. Things are looking better than they did when they went on that little slump. So it seems like they got things together. Now their defense is playing better. So I say like drew lock might struggle against them and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you say Chicago Buffalo, who'd be your favorite? And they're owned um thirty-three percent. Really? I thought that was beyond. Okay. Um well, who'd be your third? 49ers, Tennessee, Seattle, Cleveland, Giants. Uh and then I like the Chargers, thirty one percent owned against oh, okay. uh Vegas. Three off the board. Okay. <laughs> against Vegas. Against Vegas? Vegas is a high powered offense, my friend. Okay, but you wouldn't take Seattle if you could take Seattle? They're playing who? They're playing a quarterbackless Washington. Washington. Well, and potentially Antonio Gibsonless Washington. Mm. So you're gonna have Dwayne Haskins coming in, who hasn't played uh, five or six weeks now, or you have a banged up Alex Smith. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, like well, San Francisco's well, D is good, and they didn't look good against Washington this past week. Um, like not that the 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 quarterbacks in Washington did anything, but both defenses had like uh, double digit points. Yeah, if I recall, I don't know. Moose, what are your picks? Hit us with yours while Anthony ponders those those things. I agreed. I agreed with Buffalo, and obviously Seattle. Who's your top? Uh, I would say Seattle. To be honest, Seattle, Buffalo too. Number two. Um. Yeah, yeah. Out of the ones we've we've been uh, naming, yeah, I'd go Buffalo. And Buffalo's against who? Uh, Anthony, remind me. Denver. 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 Yeah, Buffalo's not a bad choice. I, I think Seattle's the top choice on the board. Chicago against Jacksonville. Keep in mind the mustache is back. Oh no, wait, they're not against Jacksonville. Who are they against? Anthony. Who? Who? Chicago. Minnesota. Chicago Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. They're not against the Jags. So the 49ers put up eight points against Washington's like uh, their defense put up eight points and Washington Only scored eight? 23 okay. points. And that was with the quarterbacks playing like crap. So I don't know. I, I just feel I, I don't know. Washington's such a weird team. Like you would think that it's like obvious to play a defense against them, but I don't know. If Haskins is playing, then I'd say for sure, for sure. I think that's the likelihood. Even Alex Smith, I think they're definitely playable. I go Seattle first. Um, Chargers are out for me. I worry about that Vegas, high-powered Vegas offense right now. They put a lot of points on the board, um, and they're playing Thursday. Just don't like it. Uh, I would go Buffalo. Dave, are you, uh, Buffalo. Are you a Vegas fan now? 
I don't know what you talk so highly of Las Vegas. Don't start with me. Goodness gracious. Um, And Chicago. I put Chicago on that list. So I'm going to go Buffalo and Chicago. But Seattle, number one. All right. So it sounds like Buffalo's uh, the number two for all of us. So he might be a safe pickup. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for defense streamers, boys? No. Looks good. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's look at waiver wire. It is playoff time. First of all, just a note to uh, hopefully you're on Sleeper, all our listeners. Um, we we love it. And Sleeper has consolation brackets and the dreaded toilet bowl. So there's incentive to play all the way through week 15. Um, but I whether you know whether you're incentivized or not, please continue to play and set your lineups and even go out and pick waiver wires up because when it gets down to only four teams in the in the semifinals, then two teams in the finals. It's not really the same when you can just go up and pick whoever you want. So continue to play and play through the season, which includes getting some players on your team for the waiver wire. It's interesting you brought that up, Dave, because yeah. earlier today I was on Twitter and there was a poll and it said, should teams that are out of the playoffs be allowed to pick up players off waivers? And the majority of people said no. Really? Yeah. That once you're out of playoffs, you just have your team and that's it. You got to go through the consolation bracket with the team you have. And only teams that are in the playoffs can pick up uh, players off the waiver wire. I mean, it was like a large majority too. It wasn't like it was like... Uh, well, what do you guys think? Um, no, I, I think everybody should be able to... Uh, yeah, especially if there's up. a consolation bracket. And especially if it's fab. If it's not fab, I might understand, but... If you know, if you have a fab, you have a budget. That's what you should have budgeted for, and uh, you can bid higher if you're worried about it. But that's it. yeah, and that's I the mean, whole reason we have consolation bracket. I I mean we we're in we're in a league where we're it's rolling waivers, and I mean it's a disaster. I I don't ever want to do that again. I think I encourage and everybody to switch Yahoo. over to to free agent <laughs> acquisition budget. Yeah, the old fab. It's the fabbing. The fabbing. All right. Um, what names stick out to you guys in the waiver wire are based off of uh, some big performances this this weekend? Well, that's tough. That's a tough one. Mm. <laughs> tough to say out loud. Well, it's well, just it's so few. There's so few and far of. Like, I mean, at this point, if you're going to the semifinals, like you pretty much have your team. There wasn't many injuries this week, so it's not like you're replacing anyone. Like a right, Debo, I'll... maybe, but. Some of you were struggling to like decide whether to play him or not. Uh, I don't know. There's like a bunch of I'm looking at uh, the famous Denver receivers that are available, like the Hamlers and the Judies. But I don't know if you can trust them. Well, like maybe we said. the Hamlers. I don't know if you want the yeah. Judies, <laughs> unless you want to make another beer bet. No. <laughs> KJ Hamler, thirteen percent owned on sleeper. Tim Patrick, forty four percent owned. And uh, he's been probably the most but consistent. But then it's like, who is it? Is it Patrick or is it Hamler? But they both did Patrick's well. Patrick's been pretty consistent, but Hamler's more of the big play person. Um, listen, I'll throw some other names at you. T.Y. Hilton, if he's available, you got to go snag him. Yeah, I guess Houston. No. Yeah. 60% owned. He, he so lights here's, up Houston. Here's my thing. I completely agree with you guys, but I feel like this is this is T.Y. Hilton. Trap. You'll, yeah, you'll pick him up, and you'll just get burned. Like It's almost better. It's almost better not to pick him up just so you don't have to deal with the emotional anguish of having picked him up, getting excited that he's going to get you 20 points, and then he goes out there for like five. 
Yeah, I'd still if you need someone, I think he'd be a good option. Yeah, like I, I, I see Pittman's available too at forty six percent owned. Uh, he didn't no do well against no, he Houston did not. last time. I, I flexed or him yet, instead of Kareem yesterday this yeah. weekend. So, Ooh. yeah, no, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put all your marbles in that basket. All your eggs, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever it's called. Okay, uh, how about got, Nelson? Got to... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead Dave. This is Hebel Nelson Aguilar, 41% yeah. owned. As like yeah. a Going Debo up against those Chargers. Sure. Yeah, he'd be a good flex option. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the, the worst thing you could do. I have one, especially after tonight, looking at uh, the stats right now. He's only I know what you're going to say. 41% owned, Gus Edwards. Mm. Oh, Gus the Bus. That's not who I knew, but he scored two touchdowns. He did. I think he's very touchdown dependent. He's like they're bruising running back. He always looks good. He gets some big runs, but he's de- he's dependent on touchdowns. Lamar could steal those. Well, Mark Andrews could steal those. <laughs> and my heart. Um, what about Rashad Higgins, who looked pretty good tonight? Yeah, I, I've been I've been high on Rashad Higgins for uh, well, I think two years. Jeez, oh, do you need help to quit? Sorry, <sighs> you're well, high. You're high. You're high on him. Oh, do you need help? Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Moose was like, "What?" Um, and I think he's good, but it, he definitely has a rapport with Baker. But I think it's—I don't know if you can count on him every week. But well, he also went to the same school that uh, who's the other one we mentioned? He, he Rashad went to the school, the Deontay Johnson School of Pass Catching, with uh, whoever was the other dropper because he dropped a, quite a Knox. few catches tonight. Yes. He had 10 targets, though, today and touchdown. So he's definitely a possibility. All right. Um, I'll throw out some other names. Listen, guys, tight end. People are always looking for tight end. Mike Kosicki might have been your guy. He got hurt. Um, Brutal. How do we feel about Irv Smith Jr., only owned in 14% leagues? Not good. And not good? No. Okay. How come? Uh, Well, this week, uh, Cousins went to everyone else. I don't even know if uh, uh, I'm just, I'm no, just checking out. No, Irv sure Smith that... was all right, but the the Bears are actually that's the only position they're not good at defending in fantasy is tight ends. No, I not. take it back. I misspoke. Uh, Irv Smith actually did really well this week. Yes, that's why people might be thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I need Bears some help the here. Third best matchup for tight end. In my work league, I lost. I lost uh, Mike uh, Gesicki. Um, so I have to look to the waiver wire Hard and, uh, maybe, maybe you should pick up Irv Smith. <laughs> yeah. Irv or, or do I pick up, uh, Dave's boy, Hayden Hurst? Not. <sighs> if you know what, if who, if Julio's definitely playing, then I think it's Ooh, possible. They have a the Tampa Bay D though, right? Ooh, brutal. Yeah. Tampa base. Or do I get really cute and Actually, play, uh, is Tampa, Komet? Tampa's not that good against tight ends. They're, uh, yeah, they're like 10th against tight ends. Cole Komet. Mm, I don't know if Cole Komet gets enough volume. Yeah. You know? He's very talented. It's not the year for it. But I don't know. when It's Mitch. We don't know what's going to happen. He had six points last week. Let's see. Oh, do you have seven targets? Mm. Actually, you know what? He had seven targets in back-to-back weeks. To me, out of the names we mentioned, that's what I'm looking for. If you're desperate on the waiver wire, 
I'm looking for volume and seven targets. Like that could easily be a, a 10 point game easily. Whereas Irv Smith is like, uh, not, uh, he's a little bit more touchdown dependent. Yeah. And Hayden Hurst just doesn't get touchdowns. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's going to be another sad beer chug. Okay. We talked about Hamler. I mean, if Cam Akers is available on the waiver wire, he's only 59% owned. Pick him up. Um, this, is a, this, month- is, this is a wild one. Yeah. And Ooh, this is like I like it. Yeah, yeah. This is like the this is remember that week when I was like, hey, you want to gamble on Gabe Davis? Mm-hmm. It's the same situation. Okay. Which I don't suggest doing in your playoffs. Dan Arnold. Oh boy. Ooh. Dan Arnold. He's got two yeah. first names. I don't know, Moose. And in the last two games, he's put up three touchdowns. Correct. Uh, you know. Even more if you to, go back, I think. No, he um, he put up a, a touchdown he's in week up, eleven. Right, so he's then four he, touchdowns in the past three weeks. <laughs> no, 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 in the past four weeks. Week twelve, he didn't score a touchdown. Okay, you're right. Yeah, so four for four. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Low you know he's targets, trending. Though. He's trending in the right direction. They get him a touchdown. I mean, you can't shake a stick at that for a tight end. So you know, if if well, you're really all, in a pinch, don't tell me who I can shake sticks at and not shake sticks at. Okay. Well, I'll shake I mean, sticks to whoever I want. Just kidding. Good Philadelphia. Gracious. They're playing Philadelphia, the Cardinals, and they're so, so I'm just saying end. I wouldn't shake a stick at it. I know. I know. You can shake a stick uh, in your consolation brackets, but oh, uh, God. if you're Salt in a real in pinch, you know, wow. Dan Arnold might be a guy to go to. That hurts. That yeah, hurts. hurts. Hurts my feelings. Too soon, Miss. Too soon. How do you guys feel about um, Tony Pollard this week? I love it. Against San Francisco? Yes, I'll take yeah. Tony Pollard all day, especially if you're the Zeke owner. Yeah, which I am, but I got knocked out of that league. This I'm week, just asking so. for yourself. Is that what you're doing, Anthony? No, I got knocked out, so I guess <laughs> oh, okay. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, if something's uh, wrong with Zeke. He's he's injured physically or mentally. He's uh, down in the dumps. He's in a rut. I don't know, but Tony Pollard looks like the complete opposite. The guy looks like a ball of energy. Yeah. Smashing through runs like everything Zeke used to be. Forty percent owned, five percent started. Now I can understand the forty percent owned, but the five percent started. Like if you have him, especially if you're yeah, the Zeke Anthony, owner, it's it's the same thing you Hold guys on. said to me Hold last week. On. I said bench Zeke, and you guys both said no, no. There's no way you always have to start Zeke. That's I did not say that. This is what's happening. Is everybody? I did not say that. that. I said, uh, well, I benched him <laughs> in the league for somebody else. I didn't bench him for Pollard. Pump the brakes, guys. Um, Tony Pollard's only gotten double-digit points twice this season, and once was last week. He had 11 rush attempts. Those were his highest his highest of the year, 11 rush attempts. Yeah, he's, going he's, the San Francisco, he's going up against the San Francisco defense, and his week was won with a pass-catching touchdown that he took like 20 yards to the house. So, not 20 yards. It was a shorter one, but I would be very wary I would not be starting Tony Pollard against the San Francisco defense. I don't even know if I would start Zeke against the San Francisco defense. So you're definitely uh, yeah. not starting Zeke. <laughs> then I would not, not start Tony. Like if his if his highest he's going to get you is 11 rush attempts. You basically need no, but to it, 10 but yards if you're, carry. If you're in a situation where you're looking to the waiver wire to get yourself a running back, you know that means you probably don't have your options are not great. And, you know, I think I would go with Tony Pollard than most of the other people that are out there. 
Yeah, I agree. I would still play him. Like, I would take Tony Pollard over uh, Jeff Wilson, DeAndre Washington, Peyton Barber, Ito Smith, Ty Johnson, CJ Proseis, Kalen Balage, and then, like, now we're just dropping off into... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really don't. Again, I don't know anyone who's in a position where they need to go to the waiver wire to start a running back in the semifinals of the playoffs. Maybe if you're in the consolation bracket or something like that, and you're all your guys are injured. But who did any running backs get injured this week? No, Antonio Gibson. Besides Mostert, yeah, I uh, I would steer clear of that. But you are right. He's if he's probably the best available on the waiver wire. (laughs) That's it. Like if you're in that yeah. situation for however you manage to get there, I think to- and you can get Tony Pollard. I, I would, I would do that. Sure. All right. Any others? Any other names popping up? No, it's very, it's very slim pickings at this point of the season. Like Moose said earlier. Yeah. It's just, yeah, like, I don't think if you're in the playoffs, you're looking to the waiver wire. Like, this is not the time to get cute, like we said. I mean, it's more at this point for streaming options, like for defense or or kickers or a quarterback, because I think, uh, yeah, this like, week. I think Stafford <laughs> might not play this week. Uh, like, I don't know if you were starting Stafford every week, but I don't know. There, there are options more on the streamers than on flat out like picking up a player yeah to start indeed indeed okay well let's look at to the thursday game guys real quick and that is the chargers versus the raiders and uh really quick give some start sits in that game if you have any of those players all right let's do the easy ones justin herbert yes big yes. time start big time start no he hasn't been good the past two weeks but big time start uh austin eckler that's a start yes. Okay, Keenan Allen, that's an obvious start. Yep. Anyone else on the Chargers? Uh, Mike Williams, it's too much of a gamble. Like, it hurts. And, and Hunter Henry? I guess he got well, started. He's Henry. injured. Do we do, do we have injured? a status update? Goodness gracious. Uh, let me just check. He was oh, not, he did not practice today. So it's still early in the week, but uh, it's his hamstring. Uh, so we'll, you'll have to monitor that. But, uh, he the old been... pulled hamstring. It's a Thursday game, so you might you're gonna want to see him participate tomorrow in some capacity, or today if you're listening, which is Tuesday. Yeah, but he's been awful. Uh, like Hunter Henry hasn't been good this year, for the most part. So I wouldn't start him. So you might have to go elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. What about on the Vegas side of the ball, uh, Derek Derek Carr? No, I mean if you're if you find yourself in that situation, I think like we're always scared to put Derek Carr on the list, but well, yeah, because he's so he up was, and down, he's so I know, rocky. I know it's the eyeliner, it's the eyeliner. I would put him fourth after the guys we mentioned, like Mitch, Old Man Rivers. Yeah, fourth. Derek then hurts, and then Derek. Carr yeah, he's your fourth. last resort, um, and he will cut your life into pieces. Oh, Josh Jacobs. Okay, guys. So of course, Josh Jacobs was hurt, missed two weeks ago. Um, and then was injured during the week, and then finally it was announced that he was starting. And I don't know if you guys heard this, but he posted to Instagram, I didn't realize this on Sunday, minutes before the game started, um, or within the hour before the game started, that he said, I'm not I'm not playing today, and he put a bunch of those cry emojis, like the, la- like the laughing cry ones. 
And then it like erupted and went viral and Adam Schefter reposted it and all sorts of stuff. And fantasy owners weren't sure if he was going to play or not. And basically it would come of this is he was doing it on purpose to kind of troll fantasy owners. Did you guys hear about this? Yes. No. Well, I was, I lived it. I lived it live. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I I just, I saw the tweets coming up and everybody freaking out about it. And then, I don't know, somebody said, oh, he was just, uh, you know, giving everyone a hard time. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a which, dick um, Which, you, you know, it, I like, I, I get it. Like, the players, to them, they're like, I don't care about your fantasy. But I think it's a little bit disrespectful. And again, you know, people put themselves in these situations. But, you know, some people have a lot of money riding on, you know, whether he plays or not. And, or pride. Or pride. Yeah, or pride. And, you know, I I get that, you know, he wants to have fun, but, you know, it, it causes a lot of chaos for uh, people. I know it's not the end of the world, but, you know, it's not cool. Yeah, no. that's not cool. Would you start him this week <laughs> against the Chargers? Yeah, if he's healthy. You drafted him to be your starters. So yeah, where yeah. you went in the draft, you got to put him in. You got to put him in. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, are you starting him? flex if you need to yeah but yeah, like we is... like we said uh what was it yesterday that if usually when Carr does well aguilar does well so if yes. Carr shits the bed then aguilar i don't think will have a great game well, but i Generally think he's has a... go, how it goes with quarterback wide receiver relationships yeah yeah but like we can like we've seen teams like with alex smith who doesn't perform and then you see like mcclorn okay, will still hold do on, decent hold on anthony what are you are you Wait, you're saying that, like, when Alex Smith doesn't perform, the wide receivers don't perform? No, I'm saying we've seen Alex Smith not <laughs> perform, and we've seen McLaurin do well. But I'm mm-hmm. saying Aguilar is oh, not the same situation. Not this week. I, I think you're mistaken. McLaurin, I'm mistaken. McLaurin has only been doing worse since Alex Smith took over. But he's been in the double digits. No, like, he hasn't. He's He's been slowly getting worse. He's the been last two bad. weeks, he's not been even over five points. Let's see this over here. You can check. I'm going to check yeah, Alex th- Smith. So, okay. But uh, Alex Smith is being the quarterback for how many weeks? That's what look, I'm checking the first right week now. Alex I think he in, took over the, look, the, against listen, the Giants in I, week I looked, I looked last episode. The first week Alex Smith came in, McLaurin got 22 points. Yeah. Then it went down to like 12, 10, 12, no, uh, and then uh, 3 and 2. It's a, It's a little better than that. Check as of uh, week nine. The last that the last two weeks have been bad. Uh, I get it, but uh, he has put up prior to that since week nine. So nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, he's put up decent fantasy points. Well, say them. But, say what they are. I'm pulling it up right now because it was on PPR. <laughs> uh, Got to be the half PPR. Gots to be the half. Gots to be the half. Uh, got it right here, McLaurin. Uh, yeah, he had, look, it. week nine, 21 points. Fantastic. That's when Alex... 12, started. 10, 12, 10, 12 2, 10, and 4. 12, 2, and 3. Yeah, but my point that I'm making is... He, he's even if worse. Yeah, but he still is able to put up double-digit points. Last two weeks, he played Pittsburgh and San Francisco. What I'm saying is that Aguilar could be a decent flex even if, if Carr doesn't put up 20 points. If Carr puts up 12 points, like... I, I, like I still think Aguilar could be 
startable because we said to start him this week. Like if you if you need to, Flexible. you can start him. No, I, and yeah, but we, we didn't say that's based on car. Yes, so we did. I always say that. It always depends on car. If car is having it, a bad it, game, it does depend on car. Like let's be if honest. If car's having a bad game, all those receivers, that's it. So you, what do you think car is going to do this week? So I think car will be pretty good. Pretty okay, good. so start him. Yeah. So I mean, flex. he's a stream. He's streamable. Um, oh, for um, yeah, Nelson Aguilar. I think you can. I think you can flex Nelson Aguilar. Um. But then, of course, like, you know, there's Darren Waller. Could eat it all up. He's an auto start, obviously. Uh, anyone else on the Raiders that you might start? Renfro, Ruggs. No. Nope. People might be into Ruggs. I'm not. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's it then for Chargers Raiders. Anything uh, Anything else here, guys, before we sign off? Anything to cheer me up for my brutal uh, bad beat tonight? Welcome to you the club, bud. Um... I don't know if not making the playoffs is a bad beat, Anthony. No, I just not getting a trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With well, my commissioner, we, we, uh, we, no one. We don't know. We, I haven't won the championship yet, so we, none of us might get trophy yeah. this year. Yeah, this year. Well, I, I'm always happy when a McMahon does not win. <laughs> well, I think we gotta we gotta cheer for Moose now. Podcast, it's podcast or podcast or nothing. So yeah, let's go Moose. Now it's for the for the sake of the podcast. We're all pretty happy you didn't yeah. even playoffs. Actually, I might accidentally drop Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs on my... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. Nobody no collusion. That. No colluding. All right. That's it, guys. No more words of wisdom? Um, no. I'm trying to think of No I Buffy have, updates? No more combat I references? Uh, I, haven't been, I haven't been watching Buffy. I, uh, it got really emotional. It's, <laughs> um, no, no, it does. It gets... Uh, it stops being kind of like a teen drama and then it, it becomes pretty, uh, gets real. You know, people, gets real it gets real. It. People are dying, you know, these kinds of things. Oh, nobody likes that. No, but, um, no, I haven't watched Buffy in a long time. I haven't really watched anything. I watched actually, well, here's one. I rewatched an old, uh, Bruce Willis, um, Richard Gere movie called the Jackal. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, that's a classic. It's a wonderful movie. It's a classic. Actually, I'm not going to, it's a wonderful action movie. Do you know that's that was cool. filmed in? You know, it was filmed in Montreal, right? Yes, yes, okay. a, a good portion of it was. Jack Black also in it for a very brief. Uh, oh yeah! Movie. Oh yeah! Yeah 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 yeah! Oh, it's wow. been so long. I haven't seen yeah. it. It's, uh, it's a good. It's a good, it's a good film. Check it out while you're on holiday break. The Jackal, I love it. The Jackal might as well be Mark Andrews tonight because. He stole my heart and my hopes, that jackal. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Good luck to all our listeners out there. Hopefully you fare better than I did tonight. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.